I'm here to plant a seed today, a seed that will inspire you to move forward in life with enthusiastic hearts and a clear sense of wholeness. The question is, will that seed have a chance to take root? I just remember feeling this massive sense of despair. And my entire life changed with one five-second decision. And now what my job is, is I teach people around the world the power and the science behind making five-second decisions. I found what I love to do early in life. Waz and I started Apple in my parents' garage when I was 20. We worked hard, and in 10 years, Apple had grown from just the two of us in a garage into a $2 billion company with over 4,000 employees. We just released our finest creation, the Macintosh, a year earlier, and I just turned 30. And then I got fired. It may seem incredible, but it is true. The world in which we live is a world of imagination. In fact, life itself is an activity of imagining. All that we behold, though it appears without, it is within, in our imagination, of which this world of mortality is but a shadow. Nothing appears or continues in being by a power of its own. Events happen because comparatively stable imaginal activities created them, and they continue in being only as long as they receive such support. Because life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. How do I know this? I don't, but I'm making sound, and that's the important thing. <laughs> that's what I'm here to do. Sometimes I think that's the only thing that's important, really. You know, it's just letting each other know we're here. You know? Reminding each other that we're part of a larger self. I used to think Jim Carrey is all that I was. Just a flickering light, a dancing shadow, the great nothing masquerading as something you can name. And if you are paying attention, you will start to notice that there's a five second window for all of us. There's a five second window between the moment that your inner wisdom, your instincts, your second brain, your gut, whatever you want to call it, all of that unique power that's in you that comes from your DNA, that comes from your life experiences, that comes from you know, everything that you've learned in your life, situational intelligence, all of that, when it speaks to you and tells you to move, to speak, to take some form of action, you only got five seconds to move before your mind will talk you out of it. Right, and you call it the emergency brake, right? Like Yes, yeah, so what we do is we tend to pull the emergency brake because your mind is designed to do three things. Your mind, by design, does just three things. It basically regulates your body to keep you alive. It also, uh, when you're sleeping, half of your mind shuts down and the other half catalogs everything that happened to you today so you can have memories. And the third thing that your mind does is it protects your ass. And the main way that it does that is it, it does that by magnifying risk. Magnifies any situation or any conversation. And so, you know, what happened for me is I realized as my life was circling the drain and we're facing bankruptcy and Chris is on the couch, that this was not the situation that I wanted. I didn't want my life to to end in divorce. I didn't want to be in financial ruin. I didn't want to be depressed. I didn't want to be anxious. And here's the, the, the truly screwed up thing. I knew what to do to fix it. 
Albert Einstein said that imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attractions. That's what your imagination is. Your imagination is actually very, very real. Everything you imagine could be a preview to life's coming attraction. Everything we have today came from somebody's imagination. Somebody was talking on the phone with that cord on the wall and got sick of it and said, you know what, man, if I could just go outside and talk on the phone, Ta-da, we got cell phones. Somebody got tired of driving across the country and said, man, if I could fly over there, boom, we got airplanes. Imagination is everything. It's a preview to life's coming attractions. Everything you've ever imagined is real. See, I, I tell young people like this. First of all, this is how your imagination works. You gotta grab this concept. It is impossible for you to think an impossible thought. That is impossible. You can't think something that ain't possible. You ain't that smart. <laughs> so if it's in your head, you gotta ask yourself, how did it get there? That's God showing you a preview of a coming attraction he has for you. The problem with most people is you think your imagination is hocus pocus. It's really not. It's a preview of a coming attraction. If you react to your imagination, that's where your real life is. It's just God showing you what he has for you. The problem people have is they tell their imagination to the wrong people. Therefore, the secret of imagining is the greatest of all problems, to the solution of which everyone should aspire. For supreme power, supreme wisdom, and supreme joy lie in the solution of this great mystery. When man solves the mystery of imagining, he will have discovered the secret of causation, and that is, imagining creates reality. Divine imagining and human imagining are not two powers at all, but one. The valid distinction which exists between them lies not in the substance with which they operate, but in the degree of intensity of the operant power itself. Acting at high tension, an imaginal act is an immediate objective fact. T low, an imaginal act is realized in a time process. Human history, with its forms of governments, its revolutions, its wars, and in fact the rise and fall of nations, could be written in terms of the imaginal activities of men and women. You can't contain the container, man! You can't contain the container! I used to believe that who I was ended at the edge of my skin. That I had been given this little vehicle called a body from which to experience creation. And though I couldn't have asked for a sportier model. It was, after all, a loner and would have to be returned. Then I learned that everything outside the vehicle was part of me too. And now I drive a convertible. See, this is, this is the trap that most of us are in. Most of us know what we could do to change things for the better. And we spend our time and our energy talking ourselves out of doing those things. And the other thing that I convince people of, because this is so true, it's the littlest stuff. 
the little things make all the difference. And I could, I could spend hours with you explaining the science of confidence and explaining the science of risk and explaining the science behind courage and explaining habit loops and how they get encoded in your brain. You don't need to know any of that because you're not applying for a PhD in psychology. I have done the work. And what I know is that true change comes down to five second windows. There is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. I feel it, though I do not see it. It is this unseen power which makes itself felt and yet defies all proof, because it is so unlike all that I perceive through my senses. Everything you do here, all apparatus, everything was fantasy to begin with. And fantasy has a proper reality. It is, that is not to be forgotten. Fantasy is not nothing. It is, of course, not a tangible object, but it is a fact, nevertheless. It is, uh, uh, see, a form of energy, despite the fact we can't measure it. It is a manifestation of something. The word yoga means union, union of not just body and mind, union of everything. Today modern science is telling you the whole existence is just one energy manifesting itself in millions of ways. The religions of the world have been screaming for a long time that God is everywhere. Whether you say everything is one energy or you say God is everywhere or you're talking about the same reality or a different reality, different ways of expression, we're saying the same thing. Now, it is just that a scientist does not experience this, he has mathematically deduced it. A religious person does not experience this, he believes it because it's said by somebody that he values. A yogi is a hard nut, he wants to know it by his own experience. In other words, you have to feel empowered in order for your success to show up. You have to feel abundant for your wealth to find you. <laughs> you have to be in gratitude for you to create the life that you want. And by you teaching your body emotionally what that future could feel like ahead of the actual experience is changing your biology. Because most people wait for something outside of them to change how they feel inside of them. And when something outside of them changes how they feel inside of them, they pay attention to whoever or whatever caused that. And they create a memory. That's the old model of reality of cause and effect. Waiting for something outside of you to take your pain away inside of you. The new model of reality is about causing an effect. I don't think the message is across. If you are seeking change, if you have realized that there's no one else to blame for why your life isn't perfect. 
and you've got past the blaming part and you realize that all you have to do is do something different. Start paying attention to your failures, learning from them. There is no reason to feel failure when you look at every failure as an opportunity to succeed. There is an unalterable law governing everything and every being that exists or lives. It is not a blind law, for no blind law can govern the conduct of living beings. And thanks to the marvelous researches of Sir J.C. Bose, it can now be proved that even matter is life. That law, then, which governs all life is God. Law and the lawgiver are one. How is it possible for one to know that he is one with everything or everything is one with him? Let me try to put it as simply as possible. There's a glass of water here. I'm sure this is not you, isn't it? Hello? Yes. It's not you. But if you drink it, it becomes you, isn't it? Seventy-two percent of your body is water. What is not you becomes you how? What is it that defines what is you and what is not you? We'll just do a simple experiment right now. Take your right hand and touch your left hand, please. Is that you? You must confirm to me, please. Is that you? Yes. Touch the chair on which you're sitting. Is that you? How do you know this? What is the basis? What is the basis of your experience which tells you this is me and this is not me? Sensation, isn't it? Here there is sensation or in other words what you're saying is whatever is within the boundaries of my sensation is me. Whatever is outside the boundaries of my sensation is not me, isn't it? Right now this is not within the boundaries of your sensation. What is called as drinking is you're including it into the boundaries of your sensation. The very body that you carry, whatever number of kilograms you carry, it's just a piece of the planet, isn't it? That means then you have to feel gratitude every day for your new experience to occur. You can't wait for your success to feel empowered. You have to be empowered to create the success. And when you teach people how to do this and they move into a new state of being, they begin to create the life that they want. How many people are still with me? But to the materialists, they would say, well, no, 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 I'm going to wait for my money to come and then I'm going to give thanks. And those people pretty much are living by the emotions of the past. And if you're living by the emotions of the past, you are viewing your future through the lens of the past and your vision will fade. Because when you bring up an elevated emotion, you will see the vision clearly. And leaders in history that changed the world knew how to change a culture. Look at Martin Luther King. He talked about justice and then got enough people inspired that they felt empowered enough to do something about it. People came out of the resting state. And so then you share the same brain as Martin Luther King and being defined by a vision of the future begins to change a culture.
I've failed so many times this past year. Forward. I failed forward. My mom's mad at me. I blew through $50,000 trying to find a purpose in life, trying to find something that will make $150,000, and I'll fail that. But I was chasing the money. I was affirming and, and visualizing and doing everything that the law of attraction gurus say to do. And then I decided to look up the word manifest. You know, because I, in my mind, manifest was a magic word that meant to make it appear out of nowhere. Oh yeah, type of, type yes and affirm. Affirm yes. Next week you're gonna magically get some money delivered to your bank account from some unknown source for no reason. You've done nothing different. You've lived the same life since you made that affirmation. Thought the same thoughts. And you think it's gonna magically be given to you. life experience. I've lived 30, almost 34 years. 13 of them I lived through a self-inflicted torment of an addiction. And watch what happens. The alarm will go off and your mind knows that you said you would get up. Your mind has that wisdom. Your gut has that wisdom. It's, it's holding on to it, and then it starts to kind of nudge you with a little guilt. And then what'll happen is all of a sudden you'll start talking yourself out of doing the, the thing you said you would do. Yeah, it's too cold, or I'm too tired, right. or... And it happens in less than five seconds. And so what, what I know is that those are two different parts of your brain going at, at, at once. And if you go five, four, three, two, one, you interrupt the habit of self-doubt and the habit of talking yourself out of it and shutting down the part of the brain that actually minimizes your power. And you awaken the part of the brain that is active in functional MRIs when you're trying to change. And so all you need to know to change anything is A, you're never gonna feel like it. You're never gonna feel ready to start that business. You're never gonna feel ready to have that hard conversation. You're never gonna feel like getting out of bed. You're never gonna feel like it's a good idea to apply for that promotion. We're designed to stay comfortable and safe. So if you know that you're A, never gonna feel like it, and B, that no one's coming, it's up to you. You're not a kid anymore. I'm dead serious about this. Yeah. Like most, a lot, so many of you are waiting to be picked. By who? Are you making the most of your life? Yeah. The magic formula, if I've ever preached anything that I'm passionate about, it is this. There is no other animal, no other breathing thing that breathes oxygen and has circulating blood in their veins has the ability Can imagine we were created in the image
image of the Father we were created in the imagination of the Father. You have an imagination. <laughs> you have the ability to think, to use your head, to determine a plan of action and see through it, no matter the storm. You have the ability to use your words, your words, your sword, to battle the enemy, stake it at the top of your mountain, tie your flag to it. You are a champion of your own life if only you persist forward every day. So why not have joy in your heart while you do it? <laughs>